Welcome back to the We Was Rebels podcast. I'm your host, Brandon. And I'm Chanel. Yeah, I changed the name already, Chanel, just so you know. And will they be confused or no? No, because it got a new um, logo, too. You'll see it with Ahsoka on the cover, because that's what we're doing next. But we ain't doing Ahsoka now. Okay. We're not doing Ahsoka now. We are finishing up Hijacked from Apple Plus, episodes 5, 6, and 7. The end of the first season or only season? I guess we'll talk about that in the review. Uh, but how have you been, Chanel? Fantastic. Getting acquainted in a new city, unpacking. Um, I've been good. Today I went to get ramen. And um, it was interesting. I talked to you offline because in my mind, I went on a date. I don't know if they were on a date, but I would go on a date. And I had a good night. How do you not know if it's a date? You didn't agree on the date? No, because it was more of a friend thing, but in my mind, it was still uh, a date. Yeah. Um, but so yeah, was it a good date? It was. I really enjoyed it. Okay, good. Then that's yeah, all that yeah. matters. It was a yeah, good we date. had a good time. Um, but he did mention that he has an actual date happening this weekend, and that's when I was like, oh, okay, just I'm just going to walk out. But I didn't. I didn't walk out. <laughs> he had a good time. So, um, Yes, and I watched Stringer Bell, and I liked it up until the very ending. The, the ending really made me mad, but I did enjoy the show. The ending and of the series or the ending of the last episode? Series. Okay, the ending of the series. Okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay, like like the last scene. Um, but yeah, I guess when we, we left off with episode four, we're doing this one right now. We're trying to figure out other shows we might do, but for now, we're just going to follow up with Hijack. So we're episode five is called less than an hour. Episode six is called comply slowly. And episode seven is called brace, brace, brace. That is such a dumbass name. Uh, I mean, that did happen in the episode, but that is a dumbass name. Um, so now that you've watched the entire season, Chanel, what do you think about this show? I mean, I think it was interesting. Like it was intriguing. I watched it. I enjoyed it. It's also like, you know, we say that we want to see new stuff, but it also is, I don't know. It, I kind of want to call it random, but I thought that it was a good show. And like, you know, Idris can do no wrong. Like there was an episode or, or at the end of one of the episodes, he says goodbye to one of the younger girls and he smiled. And I was like, oh, I love him. Like, I just love him enough that I don't really care what show he's on. But I don't know. What about you? What did you feel about it? I thought. This was a really well done show. I thought that it was both enough mindlessness, but also not too ridiculous, right? So, like, it was like, I don't have to, you don't want to, like, I saw someone from The Ringer, and they wrote, like, this long-ass article about Hijacked and, like, all the things that they thought didn't make sense, like, severely overthinking it, which I off, off which I really hate about Twitter so much. I hate so much about social media people overthinking everything. And I do it sometimes, but, like, not to that extent, right? Like, I'll say, oh, this thing in Zack Snyder's Justice League was stupid. It didn't make any fucking sense. Or 
Days of Future Past didn't make any sense in the X-Men universe because it erased everything that already did, right? But I'm not, like, going to write... Uh, and I used to write. I'm not going to write, like, a thousand words on Hijacked about why the people on the ground wouldn't have made this call. Like, something so specific like that, right? So, like, it, some yeah, people can overthink most. it, but it was it was enough... It was enough detail where you didn't watch it and be like, okay, this is, is stupid, absolutely yeah. absurd. Absolutely. But it was still some things in there that you were watching. You'd be like, yeah, they wouldn't do that, but I don't care because I'm having fun. Right. And so that's kind of how I took the show. What do you think was like the most ridiculous? Um, the, the most. So at one, so earlier in the season, I thought the most ridiculous thing was when they were about to shoot the plane down. And they called the people and said, with like 10 seconds left, and was like, no, no, they're British. And then they didn't shoot it down, right? At first, I was like, that's absurd. And then I, I did actually go online and saw someone talking about that who was like really in like that world, like in the, you know, de- defense type of world. And they were like, yeah, if it was, if it's all like nationals for a certain country, they will try to like do what they can a little bit longer. So I mean, the reality is like, okay, to save thousands of people, we're going to definitely kill 200 people, like, because of mm-hmm. the actions of six people, or really two people, right? Like, or however you want to uh, quantify it. So the idea of that is actually insane, that they would have to do that with so many innocent people. So it seems like just an impossible decision. And I think, I thought they did a good job of doing that. I listened to a podcast and they were like, I think we saw too much of the ground. They should have focused more on the plane. But I was like, I can see that. But the ground stuff made the stuff on the plane have more stakes, right? Because if you just saw the stuff on the plane and you never saw everything else going on, you would be so focused on like this really micro thing of this hijacking. But like the people on the ground trying to like figure out what the hell they're going to do and if they're going to take it down, added stakes to everything that was happening on the plane. And also, so, a lot of the hijacking was just sit around and waiting, you know, so mm-hmm. there's something realistic about that. Um, I just realized, though, we're talking about the show, but we need to talk. I completely miss talking about something really relevant because you mentioned Twitter a second ago, and I need to bring this up. Is it OK? I don't know what the hell you're talking about. It's okay for me to dive, to just like take a break, take a break and, t- and bring something up that I think is really important. Sure. Did you see the fight in Montgomery, Alabama? <laughs> what fight? Did you see the brawl on the dock I'm in joking. Montgomery? Oh, oh my of course God. I saw it. Everyone saw it. What the hell are you talking about? <laughs> you stressed me out. I'm like, what? Okay, I just need to talk about this moment in history. We witnessed we witnessed American history this week. What was American history? That was a historic ass beating. Like that should happen all the time in the South. <laughs> not to that there was it was an all-out brawl, like strangers fought with each other. I'm not talking about like people outside the club with a conflict and their friends jumping in, jumping in. I'm talking about like countrymen came together and fought. And somebody said that like those are docks where like uh slaves were once traded. And so if that's the case, then I'm even more inspired by by the solidarity that we saw. I just, that, it tickled me. I sat up that night when it came out and I just giggled in my bed. And I just want to know if you were like, you know, I know so I know you believe that all lives matter. So 
I just want to know yes. if you were upset when you see when you saw it. Yeah, were you mad? I was. I was very upset. Um, I wish they had more angles for the fight. <laughs> I did think now the one dude that hit the woman in the chair, he did look he did go a little bit too far. If you watch the videos, oh, the cops God. were already there and they were kind of just letting shit happen. <laughs> Like, I was listening to Bomani Jones talk about this, and he was like, the cops were basically, he said, the cops were basically like, as long as you're fighting clean, we ain't gonna really mess with <laughs> no you. Referee. And so, the, the the woman, the white woman, had already got stomped out by these black women. So she was just laying on the ground. And, but <laughs> she, why did she jump her ass in there, first of all? Yes, but she got her ass whipped already. And so she's just sitting there, not bothering anyone. <laughs> literally already got her ass whipped. <laughs> She, no, she was not. I watched this many times. She just got stomped the fuck out. So she's just laying there, not oh not looking at anyone. She's basically looking down at the ground, just sitting there. You and then this man, her head. and then this man comes in like pro wrestling and gives him a chair shot to the fucking head. And then, and you know, you know that was the most egregious part of the video. Because that's the only part of the video where the cop immediately steps in and yokes him up. The cop was standing there watching all this shit go on. As soon as he hit her, the cop jumps in and arrests her immediately. Because the cop's like, all right, dog. Like, okay, we're letting a lot of shit go. But you can't just hit a a woman who already got her ass beat with a steel chair. Oh, dog. That brought me so much enjoyment. Also, the best part about all of this is like last night. Oh my god, the Montgomery police chief was did a <laughs> he did a press conference and he said, if, "Please, to the man with the folding chair, please turn yourself in or some shit." Where he like got away. I don't know what happened. He got released. He got away. And people on Twitter were like, "What folding chair? What man? What fight? I don't even know what." Like <laughs> all the black people were like, "I didn't see no chair. Did you see a chair?" And people were like, "I never even heard of a chair before, for real, for real." And that's the happened. white guy, like the white guy, he hit the chair three times, like the Rock and Mick Foley, and the white guy <laughs> did not go down. He took three chair shots to the head and was still standing. And I was like, "This dude's racism is driving him. <laughs> it's powering him up." He is, he is getting power. His ancestors are alive and well, baby. And so the black dude, after he hit the white dude three times and he was still standing, he was like, oh, I might not want to fuck with this dude. And then turns <laughs> around and smacks this, this woman sitting on the ground for no reason. No reason. She, <laughs> I think he was just mad he ain't knocked the white dude down. That's what I think would happen. I think you're right. And I think that the chair was egregious. And I also just think that, like, Obviously, seeing people get hurt does not bring me joy. But seeing, like, (laughs) Black people stand up for themselves against, like, so much unnecessary, like, aggression and, like, disrespect and, like, bodily harm, just, it just felt good. And and either you get it or you don't get it. Like, everything else brought me joy. That one... I was just like, okay, okay, like <laughs> that's no a sense. little too much. It didn't make no sense, but it was. So, but the, you did you hear what they called the the boy that swam across the river to get you them? They had a whole bunch of names for him. My favorite one was Aquaman. <laughs> I've been thinking about Aquaman all day. <laughs> 
There's a video called Actual Wrestling Moves where they just cut up all the actual moves from pro wrestling that they were doing. And because and it's a bunch of black people from the South. Of course they are doing pro wrestling moves. Oh they grew God. up watching pro wrestling. I mean, it was just that's a moment for us to enjoy. And um, yeah, I just that tickled me. And thank you for that. Montgomery, we stand with you. You know, if there's bail money, we'll 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 put it up because I saw a bunch of white people arrested. I saw them all sitting on the ground. The thugs, yeah, the aggressors. Uh, clean these streets up. We need to clean these streets up. And you know what's funny? The first fight of that, you could I like the dude was supposed to move the boat, right? Because the, the Marriott boat was supposed to come, right? So he was clearly in the wrong. But they did kind of just untie his boat and just send his boat adrift, like just floating in the fucking water. So I can see why that dude would get mad. So it was a one-on-one fight. So I was like, okay, it's a one-on-one fight. But you don't fight the tow truck driver. People fight the tow truck driver all and, the fucking time. And they should get their ass all beat the by the community. Okay. And, but then, so at that point, I was like, okay, it's just a one-on-one fight. You know, they mad at each other. I understand both parts of this. And then these white dudes had to bring their jolly asses over to jump the black dude. And then that was the mistake. And that's when everything went yeah. down. Everything that yeah. happened after that, they deserved. They found because out. Because it was a one-on-one fight. And you, like, like fucking Craig's <laughs> daddy on Friday. Yep. You win some. You fight you with lose, these. You put that you live down. to fight, fight another day. So yep. whoever would have lost that fight would have got the ass whipped. And that would have mm-hmm. been it. And we would have been done with it. It wouldn't even been have... racial. It would have just been like privilege. You're ri- you think you got money. You're on a boat. You could talk down to people who work there. But it's like when all the white people, instead of getting their dude, like you said, like pulling him back and be like, let's just move her. Because the boat was going to be moved anyway. You wasn't going to live there. That's not what you dock your boat at night. Like, what are you talking about? So anyway, we had that moment. Like they said, he th- he threw his hat up like Barbie Schmurda. And, and that was the call. <laughs> That was a call out to the to his uh brethren and um yeah I like I wouldn't have jumped in no fight but I and I wouldn't have recorded no fight either I definitely would have watched every minute of it though I would have been there's more than distance. that there's a video that's like eight minutes long and it starts before the altercation so somebody was just recording that like this is the thing that I do get like this sometimes because so, there's certain things about social media age that I hate mm-hmm. I hate so much and I'm like. Why are you just recording these random fucking people? Like, mm-hmm. why are you on? Because the, the video it's like two minutes long before like anything happens. Anything happens, yeah. And they're just recording them. And I'm like, did you have I, spider senses? Did you I know something's fam- gonna no, happen? I have family members who do that. They go live just to be live, and I'm like, what are we? What's happening right now? Is anything happening? <laughs> but that person ends up catching, you know, the golden everything. Footage. Yes, the golden footage. Yeah. So anyway, that brought me joy. I hate to say it. I know. I apologize. Don't hate I to say I, it. Well, I just don't want to trigger, like, I don't want people to think, if you don't understand the cultural nuance, you might really think I'm just happy to see white people get harmed. That's not the case. It's just like, I I just to state it plainly, so often for like the smallest grievances or no grievances at all, like bodily harm has come to black people, especially in the South, especially in Montgomery, especially in Alabama. Like Selma was a march where they turned hoses on us and dogs and all that, right? So with that said, it's like, it's not that that's something that I think the Black community wants is this experience. I think if nothing else, we want people to understand they can't keep doing it to us and that we're not we're not just going to march. We're not just going to run for office. We will beat that ass back. And if you know that, maybe there's more. And it's like, it's always crazy when like the fear of us 
stops us from having access to communities and like access and resources but the fear of us doesn't stop people from acting stupid like that's the part that always gets me like be afraid of me to the point where it conveniences me not inconveniencing me help me out get out my way so you don't even have to get all that well it was a good old-fashioned donnie brook all out bro it and was. it was fun to watch. Like I was, I was listening to somebody, and they were. I was listening to somebody talk about it, and they were like, "Yeah." And I got on Twitter, and I love this person, but I saw Nicole. The person was like, "I saw Nicole Hannah Jones post like something about the history of racial violence," and he was like, "I love you, but I'm not trying to go to school. I just want to enjoy the fucking fight. I don't need to go to school on this one." It was yeah. a big ass fucking fun fight. People got their ass whipped for acting the asshole. And that was good because the oh yeah because the question that they asked the I forget what podcast listened to but the question was like how good was it to watch a good old fashioned brawl that didn't have gun violence right yeah that was the question that's fair so and so it was like yeah that was a good old fashioned fight that used to happen all the time and this that was the one thing I will not to get to thing but that's the one thing I will say about like the difference in generations. It's like if you talk to old people, particularly from the south, like my whole family's from the south, like this shit used to happen all the time, and no one would get shot. Like you know, even like like even the racist white people, they 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 did hang people and do all those things like this terrorist stuff. But like fights would ha- like race fights would happen all the time, mm-hmm. and no one would die. It would just mm-hmm. be like a big ass fucking you guys fight. Get your and, ass beat and move on. Yeah, and you move on. And it's like today you never see that because it always I'm about to go to the, the trunk something. and get my gun. Or I thought he might go to his boat and get his gun or something like Correct. that. Any of that but could it, happen. It didn't happen. It was just a Anything fucking fight. Like <laughs> yep. Yep. Um, yeah, I don't know. I, I enjoy it. I don't really like fight videos, but it's something about like justice-based fights. Um, thank you for indulging me in that. If any if anyone's listening is upset, let me know. But obviously you should just enjoy. Don't let me no, this know. Is, let, let me know. know. Let me know. But because I think I said a lot more, but I just would say that, you know, when you think about it, like we all love wrestling, like you said, we love boxing. What's the difference? You like UFC. What's the difference? Everybody here consented to getting their ass whooped. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> Everybody. This is like out. when those people do the parkour in the park and then they like land on their nuts on a pole or something. <laughs> and I'm like, what? I, I, do I want people to land on their nuts? No, not no. particularly. That but probably please, really but I want to see that video for sure. But do I actually care if you're going to be doing parkour in the park? No. <laughs> These white people didn't have to run up on them. Could have been a one-on-one fight. Y'all decided to it jump It could have been not a fight. It could have just been and like, I don't want to the All the X-Men, all the mutants in the country joined together and went and beat your ass. Somebody, somebody was captured like on your left, which is what they say in Avengers when somebody spot when they like came at the, what was it, Civil War or whatever, when, whatever, no, Black Panther, when the Avengers no. came. It what, was which one Infinity, was it? It was Endgame. Infinity. I was going to say Endgame. And if, anyway. It was that time whenever they came out and they was like to your left and then they put like the fo- they they edited in like the spawn like the um the circle thing like the vortex the portals they edited in the portals they had like it was just niggas popping up from the left and the right. <laughs> I also would not have jumped in the fight because I don't <laughs> fight anymore. I don't fight either. I don't. <laughs> I I never been a fighter. I was asking my friend tonight. I was like, "Are you? Can you fight?" He was like, mm, "I'm more of a flight kind of person." I was like, I'm "But I would. I pro- and I wouldn't have recorded it either. But I would have live tweeted it. I would have been like, "Dog, I <laughs> yeah, <wanna> yeah. <laughs> fucking fight going on right now." This and if you crazy. told me, if you asked me to find the man with the folding chair, I would have said, 
can you define what a folding chair is? I don't, I didn't see one. I would like, I need to see a picture first. I don't know what you're talking about. I could have been looking dead at him. And when they're asking me to identify that, I had no idea, sir. I'm no, so I would have identified him by saying, yeah, I saw this dude get a chair and this white dude tried to jump him. So he protected himself by hitting him with the fucking chair. What do you yeah, look like? That part, uh, but, I'm, but I would have truly been like, I didn't see nothing. I didn't see I, it. I would, like, I would have been saying I saw all of it, and it was yeah, great. It was all the white people's fault. Yeah. Um, it was okay, all well, their fault. Back to white people's faults across the pond. Um, yeah, sorry. Like you said, I mean, my overall criticism of the show is just, I guess I'll get to it at the end. Um, but, you know, I guess, like, kind of summarizing why the stuff that the, there was more stakes on the ground, because, first of all, we never would have objectively, sorry, not objectively, we never would have found out why was ha- was happening because the whole premise was the people up in the sky yes. didn't really want to do it so they're not going to go about like their master plan giving their evil villain speech at the end that we were never going to get that so like we did need that to explain the stakes we needed the conflict in the room i guess to like um give a little bit of an insight and in- because i guess if we didn't see the situation room that wouldn't be real um we needed to see his son be in danger because of him although okay um, can we talk about kai this motherfucker, I thought was smart. He's not I smart. I thought so too. Okay, where did you think he was smart, and where did he lose you? I thought he was smart when he figured out how to plug that fucking dumbass phone. Wait, let's up go back. Let's go back. I thought he was smart when the people came and he wasn't hiding under the bed, and he opened the window just to not leave and climb out the window. Why he didn't go? Yeah, out but the those window? people were also stupid. They did the worst job. They walked right by a fucking closet, which is the first place you look when someone's yeah, hiding. For sure, for sure, for they sure. walked right by this big ass fucking closet. But, but this dumb get motherfucker out the uh-huh. comes downstairs, plugs, plugs his phone, phone up in a pantry. By the way, this crib was fly as shit. Yeah. And he calls 911. Well, I don't know what it's called in the UK. But he calls the equivalent of 999. Is mm-hmm. that what it is? He calls 999. They like, oh, are you in trouble? Hit Hello. 15. What's the emergency? Do you need <laughs> medical assistance or See? police? And he's like, I need to be. Hello. Can you hear me? Okay, I know See? this is annoying so many people. <laughs> Do you need emergency? And he's like, I need the people. And then and then I love this. They go, okay, press five if you need help. He's like, beep. And they're like, all right, we'll be right there. So then he stays there in the pantry well, where the people well, are That part was watching. fine. That part was fine. But then the police show up at the door and he just starts creeping out. Like not looking, just us. Exactly. Like you only hear kitchen. one of them at the door. You don't like. You gotta keep your eyes on. That was that, you're not right. here. He's it. looking there. He can see him. He can see the person at the fucking door. He knows guess the other saying. one's there. That's what I'm saying. Exactly. So he so he gets caught. Also, I guess like what is the choice there? Do you scream and yell out and say it's me, it's me? Like no, because the other guy got a gun. What you do? Right, but is he gonna shoot me on sight with the police right there? Uh yes, those people probably would. Yes. All right. What do you? So what do I do? I think what you do is you just look around before you just start strolling out to the fucking street. Okay, so if he had hit though, and the dude had found him and had not found him, what what happens when they just get the police to leave anyway? Now they're looking for him. No, no, not. I didn't say hit. I said when you start creeping out. At least look at your surroundings. Get low, oh, like, like just don't hide behind up. the countertop. Yeah, he definitely. He was just out. standing straight up, yeah. just like lo- like he like lost track of everything. He just drifted <laughs> yeah, out to the so middle stupid. of the fucking kitchen. 
Yeah. And the guy yeah. pulled up right behind him with the fucking gun. Yep. And, and so tied he his dumb ass up. And they definitely would have shot them cops. That's the crazy part. Um, oh, oh, yeah, absolutely. They were ready. So the other yeah. dumb thing, you asked me a question that the dumbest thing in the world. Mm-hmm. I don't, this is not the dumbest thing in the world in the show, right? Because the character does not know at this point what happened. But <laughs> I laughed so hard at this. <laughs> but <laughs> Sam Nelson buying that expensive ass jewelry. And he couldn't get off the fucking plane. Oh, yes! And he had to do... All, and then he had to deal with that fucking dude one last time just to go back and get that fucking bag of jewelry. And I really think he Only time. to I, know yeah. that his black-ass wife is not going to fuck his black-ass no more because <laughs> her white-ass boyfriend saved his black-ass son. That man, that white man risks his life to save her yep. black-ass son. She is not fucking Idris Elba's ass it's no over, more. It's over. It's, it's over. It's a wrap. And he just risked his life to go back and get a piece of jewelry for something that ain't about to happen. Yes. Okay, wait, you jumped ahead, you jumped ahead. So, yes, poor Kai, he almost lost it. Like, And then they do a thing where he's about to get executed 3-2-1 when um, his... No, he before that, right, he's in the house. Um, Daniel is... Like, somehow it gets clear to him. Oh, he... As they get more information, he checks in with the wife and she's like, um, well, I did get a random phone call. Like, of all days, she doesn't report this to him. So, she's like, yeah, somebody called to confirm his address. And I'm like, again, that didn't sound off no alarm bells to you. So, and lucky her, she's fucking a, a DCI, right? So, he mm-hmm. calls Kai and Kai sends him a code basically like, oh, I'm fine, I'm fine, but, um, you know, I'm just gonna ride my bike home. And he was like, what? And he was like, yeah, my bike. And they're all these dumbass hijackers couldn't tell that that was a fucking clue. Yeah, like where's the bike that I rode out this morning? Exactly what he said. (laughs) You didn't look for a bike. You notice he doesn't have a fucking bike in the house. And then what's funny about it is obviously it's like a Peloton. Like so, he was riding a stationary bike. And if you remember that, then oh, it's like one of those moments. So now he turns his flashers on. He's on the way there. And when he gets there, he basically like is doing a, a. This is. Daniel's the only smart person here because he does a a complex wide fire drill and he's like oh everyone we gotta go we gotta go oh you're the cleaners okay we gotta go we gotta go and then when one of them steps out um he's like oh everyone has to go and I guess like they were gonna bring him out chained up I don't know what they were about to do thinking they were just gonna go outside with this man like he wasn't gonna go off running and when they do that they get them immediately he saves the day like you said so that's Kai um he definitely good for that actor for getting that part but i i wasn't feeling it completely um mm-hmm. and then the mother is done after that we don't actually see hide nor tail of her uh, hopefully she got that job right she went and interviewed her ass off while her husband was her ex-husband was about to die um so she well, really at that point of- she didn't know because daniel told him it was like a false flag or whatever yeah, but she was yes, but still she kind of was like unshaken. I, I I I feel her on that. Um, and then Daniel and I guess the the lady from Good Wife, they're they're done. They're just colleagues now, so we clean that out. And then there's like this conflict that keeps going on between basically like the home secretary, who I assume is like vice president, president or secretary of state kind of thing, kind of vibe. Um, homeland security, maybe he's that person with like the like basically vice I guess like a vice president and a senator or like a vice president and 
Uh, basically, the VP and a, and a, a person on the on the. What do they call all the no, people? No, it's I don't know the name. I don't know what. They but what were. do they call the people the president works with? The cabinet? Yeah. But it was more so like if you had the department, like the Secretary of Defense and the Secretary of Homeland Security, and there was like a threat on on U.S. soil. Like those two people would be advising the president, or in that case, in Europe. In the UK, the prime minister, I'm like, what the fuck are you about to do? So, like, these two people that basically have equal footing. Well, one of the, the women seem to be a little bit higher than the dude. No, that's what I'm saying. I don't call. think so. I don't think that's that's why that's why I was trying to figure it out. Because I think that they kind of, like, I think the guy was slightly higher up. And the reason why I say that is because he was like, you can put it on me out and I'll take the career hit for you. Like, that wouldn't be significant if he wasn't higher up than her. What did you okay. think about the twist? Which wait, the sorry, I just looked it up. So it's kind of like Secretary of State, and um, that's basically Secretary of State is the, is the Home Department, which is what we talked about, and so that's the guy, and so I guess she's like another board member that or cabinet member that's lower ranking to him. Um, the twist of what the what did you say? In episode six, which was. Where the woman shoots the fucking pilot and walks oh, in the, shit. In no, the cockpit. That, okay, that's the twist. So this girl, this lady who had been nervous and shaking earlier, if you remember it, Idris sat next to her um, at some point and told her to stop crying. Basically, he was very calming to her because she was having a panic attack. And she gets up and goes to the bathroom. And when she gets her, she has a gun. And my dumb ass is like, oh, she stuck a gun on here too. She about to fight back. Like in my mind, I'm like, oh, <laughs> What <laughs> passenger finally got brave? It's just, it just didn't occur to me. It did occur to me, but when you think back to it, when they were going through the list of passengers looking at the manifest, um, they listed out a bunch of people who had previous charges or at like or were out of jail. And they ba- basically what the people ended up doing was um taking advantage of that and basically like coercing a bunch of people with records to do their bidding for them or and also like you know kidnapping people's families threatening to kill them all that stuff so she comes out with a gun she marched her you know marched her merry way all the way up to the front and at this moment like there's chaos because they're oh because they decided to fight back so they're passing around a box of water that says like let's fight back let's shake things up and so they're all planning to do it what pissed me off about that by the way is idris is fighting the main dude nobody helps him what was that? Six people to a person. What's like that pissed me off because I would really, I would be the one like, all right, we gotta fight back. And if niggas didn't fight back, I start fighting them. I'd be like, hold on with the hijack, and I gotta whoop somebody ass because how you gonna leave me hanging? So while he's I doing didn't... that, she like they're trying to figure out the the pilot. You know what he should have did? He shouldn't have hesitated. As soon as there was confusion, his ass should have ran to the cockpit and closed himself, and we would have been done. We would have yes. done. We saw that. the girl. He saw the girl hijacker standing mm-hmm. over there. He was waiting for her like to not look. Right, but he really should have just like that would have been the time to meet me. You already whoops another woman's ass. You might as well come in there and, and finish her off and get your ass in the cockpit. And well, that's why I thought this was great because in a normal show, you would feel bad that like, oh damn, they almost got out of there and the pilot got shot. But in this show, I was watching it, I was like, oh, fuck him. He beat the shit out of that woman. Fuck him. <laughs> yeah, I was more pressed about the fact that um, 
that he could have really like brought the shit down to the ground and he didn't like that's what upset me um but yeah so they um so he doesn't make it and so she kills the pilot which i think was smart because uh well not smart sorry the twist was that we thought they were going to kill another person to send the body just for the photo and so we thought that they were texting the main guy but they were texting her saying send the photo as like leverage or else they'll kill her daughter and um yeah so she kills the pilot so that he can't take back over the plane and i guess the first the, i don't know why the first mate couldn't have did it but whatever um because she actually also was still alive and could have easily tried to do the same thing but basically once they shoot somebody she was all like, the way in the back with the tied oh, okay, up, yeah. the two people that was tied up that got that tried to take over the first time, those two white men that was like early in the flight was like, "Are we gonna stop the fucking hijacking?" And then they got their ass whipped. She was yeah. back there with them. Yeah, you're right. So yeah, she oh yeah yeah, yeah. she should have. It just upset me. So um, they did all that, and all of a sudden, like the rebellion is quelled. It's not gonna happen. They're stuck, and um, now we're like, all right, they're not gonna land in a new in a place because the lady can speak the language. They're not going to um, have the pilot come and save the day. Like, these bitches are stuck. I thought that was a great way to end the episode. Mm-hmm. A lot of people I saw time. online didn't know this was seven episodes. And so they thought that was the end <laughs> of season one. They thought, like, that would have been a cliffhanger for you. On this cliffhanger of, like, what's about to fucking happen. Um, it's which, no way this is not a limited series. Am I wrong? Well, they. It, I think, I mean, they left some things there that if they wanted to. Okay, so let's jump to this really quick. So there's three options, right? This could be a limited series, which means it's over. It's just a seven-episode miniseries, and it's done. That's one option. Option two is you could continue this with a season two following, you know, what the fuck was going on with that group. Because, they. I mean, those people still mostly got away. And it's just like, yo, mm-hmm. what is this organization? Like, what are they doing? Can we figure out why they, you know, we know why they hijacked it, but like who these people mm-hmm. are, yeah. how far does it go? How deep does it run? That Fair. type of shit, right? You can continue that in season two. Or, but then the name of the show hijacked wouldn't really matter anymore. I mean, I guess it would for just name value, but it wouldn't matter. Or you could do like White Lotus and make this an anthology mm-hmm. and have multiple seasons of different hijacked situations. And so like next season could be on a train and then the third season could be on a cruise ship, mm-hmm. you know, something like that. Like you could do different seasons of hijack with different main actors, different uh, main uh, actors as mm-hmm. the lead in the show. Mm-hmm. So out of those three, which one of those would you prefer? Um, Honestly, I think that they should definitely stray away <laughs> from creating like an anthology of hijacking because like this is the type of shit that reminds you that you don't really want to travel like this type of stuff that made me be like I'm gonna just stay home this week I don't really need to be outside like I, I think the reality that hijacking is very real always hits me with these shows so I feel like I definitely think it doesn't need to be a season two not to say that people don't need to work and eat I'm just saying that like in terms of the story like I think they wrap the story up in a very specific way and I think that's fine. Um, and so, like, to wait, actually, I do want to talk, though, b- about what you said about the, like, the gang, basically, because there was, there is some potentially interesting pieces there with, like, yeah, the fact that these niggas did get out of jail. They literally set them niggas free, let them do what they wanted to do. Um, he said, don't follow me. And they eventually didn't follow him. He literally did get out of jail, stop free, like, 
the hijacking and the demands actually work. Except they follow him like a dumbass cartoon character. Yeah, like so four, obvious. Four cars they got right behind killed. him. Yep. On they the fucking plane. They did. Yeah. So that was kind of one of the parts for me. Like, why is he so powerful? And then out of the two dudes getting out of jail, one of them betrays the other, kills him, and moves on because he just wants money. And then we find out that this whole thing was about manipulating the stock market. Yes. I was like, are y'all joking? Yes, they're doing like a it's it's this thing in the stock market where and this is what's crazy about the stock market, but like most people think, oh, I'm just gonna buy the stock, right? Mm-hmm. It's so simplistic. Like I buy stock, I buy stock in Chanel. Chanel company does really well. My stock value goes up, and then I can sell the stock that I sold for more money and I make money, right? That's like the most generic version. But they got like all these other things where you can kind of bet on like a stock going up or stock going down and then you can get it at a higher price and a lower price like if it goes down i can get it at the price that i bought it at it's like these weird things right and it's this other thing you can do where you can bet that a stock is going to fall right so i can go on Robinhood right now and let's say let's say apple's at like 225 dollars a share i can buy like i can buy it's not betting but like i can buy like all these uh shares ahead of time that the stocks and say like in seven months, it'll be $185 a share. And then if I do that, like I just make a shitload of money. If I depend on how many uh, shares I buy. Right. So you're like betting on it to, to go down, which is like the weirdest thing. Right. That's what's so I fucked mean, up about our system. The, if you saw the big short, then you understand that like, this is how people make millions or they fuck up the whole system. And so these people were like, Oh, if I just bought some Southwest stock and then hijacked a plane, obviously the stock would go down, which is like actually very fucking obvious. Like that would happen, right? Yeah, like but it's would... so much of your hand trying to guide the market. Like, what a manipulation. A lot of like and the whole point of, in, of insider trading being illegal is like we know something bad is about to come out and we're gonna like not be leveraged here and we're going to sell our stocks so that we're not like we don't have to take the fall and blah 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 we get out early but here mm-hmm. like they're it's like they're manipulating for this money to the tune of 200 lives like it, that to me is just baffling like not that it can't happen not that it hasn't happened it won't happen it's just like the idea that it does even exist that somebody would manipulate to this extent just for money not to say I wouldn't do a good amount of things for money, but those things would be work related. <laughs> like they would not be mass murder, like crashing into a major city related. So, I mean, it is diabolical, but it also is just like, that's why I don't want an anthology because you end up finding out that the real reason is not because they're the Heath Ledger's the Joker is not because they're demented. It's because they just want money. Like, please, that's disgusting. Yeah. But even then, even with them just being greedy, the one dude actually did not have any intention of hurting those people. He was just like, okay, now give her, you know, now text her, tell her everything is good and land the fucking plane, right? And Because the whole time, the woman that shot the pilot is just waiting for this text to say, like, land the fucking plane. Just land the fucking plane. And she's not getting this text because the other hijacker is ultra evil. And he's mm-hmm. just like, I don't give a fuck. Mm-hmm. Yeah, <laughs> why do I care? And the but, guy's um, like, what are you talking about? Just tell them we made all we made, I forget how much money he said we made, but we made all these millions of dollars. 
Just land the fucking plane. Yeah, it's we're cold. done. Yeah, we're good. Yeah, he wants to m- m- bleed it all. So the friend goes, you know what? Fuck it. I'm going to kill you early. Because I guess he was going to backstab him eventually. So he just shoots him in the head and that's that. And that was kind of interesting seeing that fall apart and not really even understanding why it happened in the first place. Um, and then another thing going back to like the whole idea of Idris's character, because I really like never fully grasped this whole um, I make people do what I want for a living thing. But I guess when you go back and think about it, like it is pretty masterful because everybody he talked to, he basically did exactly what he needed to do to get what he wanted out of them. Like in hindsight, he really didn't fail because he got Pope. Yeah, but shit, she still got caught more caught up than he did. You know what I mean? Like she's she's kind of never mind. Well, he did kind of fuck up because mm-hmm. if they would have listened the first time. Mm-hmm. When the when the Egyptian man was like, dog, these guns are fucking fake. They could have just took over the plane that first time. Mm-hmm. But Idris had to do all his bullshit and send the fucking... I mean, I guess he was being safe, but send the fucking notes to the back and this and that. And by that time, the dude went and got the real fucking gun mm-hmm. and then they fucked everything up. But mm-hmm. the Egyptian dude was right the first time. They all just would have bum-rushed them. They would have been done in the yeah. fucking plane. But landed. now that we see what we see, I don't know that they was really about that life either. Like, you got a bunch of niggas talking about, let's rush it. And then, then the white dude say, fuck it, let's do it. And he said, all right, you're right, let's go. He was like, oh, never mind. <laughs> like, Well, if you remember top. at the end of the movie, they were trying to beat down the fucking uh, cockpit door to get to the old old. old yeah, girl. but that's what I'm saying, right? Like, they were willing to do that because she was one of them somehow, like, weirdly. But they okay. were not willing to do it when, I don't know, it doesn't make sense to me. Because when Idris was fighting, he, or remember when the dude with the tattoos was fighting, he was like, help me. And it took them a lot to get him to get them to help him tie down the old white dude. Like basically, I'm just saying that you, people say they're trained to go. People say, that, "All right, we about to kill all these people. We about to take back." But people really don't do that, and they really don't do it without weapons. You know, going back to Donnie Brooking and defending your honor. Like a lot of people are not willing to throw the hands they need to throw and stand up for themselves. That's why everybody talk about a good guy with a gun because they know that like they're not going to actually stand up for shit. But I well, also, there's this thing called like when your back's against the wall. So, like, they weren't willing to do shit for the first four hours of the flight, the first five hours of the flight. But when those fucking jets pulled up beside of them and they're clearly in London and they can look out the window and be like, yeah, dog, we in London. It's all or nothing right now. That was that kicked in like the fight or flight for everybody. And that's when Maybe. people just started going crazy. Because you remember they were fighting that. all throughout the plane at that mm-hmm. point. Like, at the end, they were all fighting. Because mm-hmm. it was just like at that, like I think you're right throughout the whole thing where people weren't really about it. But at some point, even when you're not about it, when you come up on it, when it's just like it's the it's all or nothing. Mm-hmm. You, I hear you. The people went went. That's crazy. a good point. That's a good point because they definitely were like, "Oh, this is the end of the fucking flight, bro." Um, but yeah, so you know, Idris. I, I, but just to finish that point, like I think Idris really does do his job because when he talks to the the lady the lady who used to lie about her son at the the oh my god what are the words the lady who worked at the at the dispatch the dispatcher right Mm -hmm. when he talked to her she was like don't lie to me i can't help you if you lie to me so he told her the truth even though they were like don't tell her she'll shoot the plane down if you tell her the truth like that we don't have control of the cockpit anymore but like that worked out Mm -hmm. for his in his favor because she was like all right got you like i'm not gonna let y'all go down i got you so he trusted the right person and then when um when the people wanted to just like kick in the door for the lady at the end he was like he built trust with her so that she wouldn't like 
so she would let him in and let him convince her to stop. So I say all that to say, like, he actually was not trash. He actually did do his job very well. Like he said, they send me in here to do just this, which is to get you to do what they want you to do. So I I, I guess I like how in the in the all in sorry. In all in the grand scheme of everything, we kind of saw an understanding of why he was like the closer, why it had to be him, why he had a special skill. I think maybe because my one flaw I would point out is that because nobody else tried, it wasn't like somebody else was trying and he came in like, no, 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 let me do it. And so I saw two examples. It just seemed like everything he said was was like everything he said was going to work out. And I was skeptical of if in real life, any of those tactics would work that effectively. But I feel like if they had another person really try like naturally and fail, and then he had his skills to like manipulate beyond that, it would have maybe been more like impressed upon me. Like, Oh shit, he really does have a special set of skills. But in hindsight, I kind of see it all together. Well, how do you think Idris Elba did as a lead? Um, He's been a lead. I know, but we haven't yeah, seen how him he... in a, like we haven't seen him in anything like this. Before. Did you watch Luther? Luther's not like this. It's not like a a thriller. What? Luther's not like this. Like a six, like a six episode, just like one person focus. The whole show was him. Like nobody else really had any roles. Okay. Um. I see the same, but I do think I see what you're saying. Um, I think Idris is that nigga. Like, he would have been James Bond if y'all hadn't been so racist to him. He was literally like, I don't want to do this anymore. Y'all are disgusting. Same thing that um my husband John Boyega said about Star Wars. He was like, Y'all are making this shit not fun. Like, chill out. It's just like when people are randomly racist to you all day and night, like um that but that would have been our james bond all jokes aside. So I think that he has he has the chops. That man has been a staple. In American TV for 20 years, let alone British, let alone BBC, let alone Apple TV. Like that man is a staple. He's been the the single black father in the Tyler Perry movie. Like he's just given it all of us. And this man is like a, a trying to be like a change maker and a um influencer in politics in Sierra Leone. He loves making music and DJing. I just want him to do all the things and be happy with his pretty little wife and just live his life. Like that, I, I just, I love Idris Elba and, I, and I'm glad that he, I sound like my mom right now because she's always like, I love him. But I think that I just want to see him go up and up from here. Like, I don't see why he doesn't have a Jack Ryan. I don't see why he doesn't have a fucking, why Tom Clancy don't make some shit for him. Because you know what? He would have been a better Tom Clancy's Rainbow Six than Michael B. Jordan. I'm going to say that right now. Yes, he would. Yeah, so this and Lauren episode, London should not be cast in anything. I'm so sorry. Well, she's awful. She should not be in anything else. She should Wasn't she unmodeled. in, what was that terrible movie I saw? You People. No, not You People. Maybe it wasn't her. It was that uh, trafficking movie, that human trafficking movie. What was that movie called? The, re- the one, the white people one? The Mago no. one? Oh, lots was of that. Lauren London. I think she was in Traffic. What's it? Maybe it's not Lauren London. What was that movie? Um, human trafficking movie. Ooh, I have to think it's a black on. woman. FBI it's about a, to have you on there, bro. You on the watch list for that Google search? No, the movie. It's a black. It's a black woman. I'm saying movie. human trafficking movie. You're on a watch list. I didn't know fucking watch list. <laughs> I forget what it was. I, I thought it was called Traffic. It was something like that. Was it Lauren London? 
Maybe I'm being racist. Google London Lauren Traffic. Traffic movie. No, that's 2000. What the fuck? Like, I cannot think of that. It's like, I know it's a light-skinned, bad actress, black woman, who was horrible in this film. I don't remember what it was. And like, anything uh, else about it? I can't remember. Okay. I'm definitely Googling human trafficking movie. Uh-huh. <laughs> like 2021 or whatever, whatever the fuck that movie was. Trafficked. Is this it? Trafficked. I don't I don't remember what it I ended up seeing this movie. Well anyway, I remember anyway, I got sidetracked. And but no I thought women. Is this it's it? not the movie? No, it's all white people in this. No, this is all white people. Jessica Obalam, this right? No, that's she's African. That's not who you're talking about. I don't remember what the fuck the movie's yeah, called. I'm so mad now. Yeah, I, oh, now I'm gonna be up all night trying to figure out what the fuck this movie was. You know what's the easier way to do it? Just go to Lauren London's IMDb and see if it matches. That's gonna be a shorter list than anything else. Like, what's the other? No, it wasn't Lauren London. It definitely wasn't Lauren London. Um, yeah, it definitely was her. Although she's a terrible actress. Um, Very bad. True story. No, that was oh, she was in True Story with Kevin Hart. That didn't do the games people play without remorse. This is the Tom Clancy one. Always and forever, she was in. Um, I just googled famous light skinned black actresses. Did you get it? That might be it. I, I can't remember her name. She was in a major lady. Paula movie. Patton. I think it was Paula Patton. Apollo Patton is also as. I'm pretty sure it was Paula Patton. Let me see. Maybe it was okay. Paula Patton. Please Why tell me it was Paula just Patton. Do a pop up. My computer's just okay. Anyway, I'm worried about that. Traffic, yes. Traffic with a K. By the way, traffic with a K. T R A F F I K. I'm so happy you figured this out. Okay. It was Paula it, Patton. Freedom. Bria and John embark on a romantic weekend getaway to an isolated estate in the mountains. They're pleasantly surprised when two of their friends, Darren and Malia, also show up unexpectedly. Their plans for fun soon give way to terror when Marin's members of a violent biker gang invade the peaceful countryside. Banded together, they now find themselves in a fight for their lives as their assailants will stop at nothing to protect their secrets in the outside world. This movie, I promise you, I saw it in the theaters. This not that we can suit up a sidetrack, but this movie is so weird because it's such a serious topic, like such a serious mm-hmm. like um like plot point, like such you know such a serious issue, and she's so awful <laughs> in this movie that it takes you out. You're watching this movie, and I'm just like, oh my god, it would make me so uncomfortable you watching this me, movie so about trafficking down, women. So she brought down Omar Epps and Laz Alonzo. She's worse than both. Well, Laz is good, but Omar she's much worse. Too. Omar's bad. Uh, she's much worse than them. Like, oh, mm-hmm. she is bad. And she's the lead. It's so bad. Oh, I'm glad I'm glad I found it. It would have killed me all night if I couldn't remember what that was. I'm glad, too. I mean, you know, it's like, uh, so here's my real question. Are we watching it? You don't want to watch that movie. <laughs> okay, Trust me. It's just going to make me. you mad. You it's just going to make you mad. But I, I was going to say, I thought the the direct the showrunners of this show, uh, Hijack, were trying to make this case of like uh, Sam Nelson at the end of this plane is a different person than he was when he got on the plane. And I was like, if that, like, I love Idris, but if that's what you were going for, I did not get that at, <laughs> at all, all from Sam Nelson. <laughs> at all. At I all. thought it was another day at the office, baby, because <laughs> you did your job, you left. How, like, 
but you're right like going to the end kind of skipping around to the idea of like so we so all this happens we he convinces the shorty that he's like look your daughter's gonna die either way whether it's natural causes (laughs) whether it's whether it's you doing what they're doing us all dying like your daughter's this is her last day on earth no matter what like that's literally how he lays it out for her meanwhile she doesn't know that like they kind of are just going about their business and they don't give a fuck right um because the other like you said like the the lesser bad guy who's on his way out like he's not i don't think he gives a fuck about anymore hostages he's about to go you know he's gonna be a tahiti by sunfall right so Mm -hmm. at the end of the show um they land and oh they do a crash landing and by the way the woman that they picked to be this person is literally a pilot. She's the only bitch on the plane who can do something by now. She better than the first hand because she, or the first mate, because um, she literally does a crash landing on like an old airspace. Like it's kind of crazy. The the plane, there's parts of it that go on fire. They land, everybody comes out and they start rounding people up. And so somehow they grab the brown dude from the very beginning of the show who was late to the plane they grab him and he's one of the terrorists and everybody else is tied up and then they get all the other people and he and so the whole the whole ending this is why when i got mad he's just standing in the doorway he just is just like looking out at like at the serengeti like i'm like what get off the plane bro why are you standing there basking in your in your success what are we doing he's like breathing all hard looking around he goes oh Forgot something. I'll be right back. He tells the police, I'll be right. The police, the SWAT team who has been deployed there to clear this plane <laughs> and get rid of all terrorists. He says, I'll be right back. As if everybody's not going to get their stuff. As if like people aren't going to come back later to get their life. Like as if that's not a thing. Mind you, maybe he thinks somebody in the, in the midst of all this is going to think to steal his Burberry shit. So he, he goes back to get his Burberry, uh, th- which actually, can I tell you this though? When he went to go do that, I said, nigga, you left your... When he was about to go, I was like, you left your bag? Like, I really did remember the Burberry. I'm not going to lie. But he went back for it. As he goes back, the door slides closed. And then we're like... And that that's the same time we realized that old boy is still on the plane. So then we hear him going to taunt him because he's about to kill Idris Elba. And Idris goes, oh, shit. So he texts his, wife, his ex-wife, you right. I should have never got on this plane. <laughs> Like, basically, he's like, damn, I, all of this would have... But you know what's crazy? Like, if he hadn't gone on the plane, they all would have been... Like, who knows what would have happened? It would have been bad. So he goes with the Burberry. The guy comes after him. He tells her to call him. And her calling him distracts him. So he goes after the phone sounds. And uh, that's these, how the These hijackers... Them. That was the one thing. These hijackers were idiots. But they weren't hijackers. They weren't professionals. They were yeah, that's true. random they niggas. You know what I mean? It's like, if that's you had true. me do that, I would have been like... I, I would have... I would have been like, y'all, they're just... I'm just here so I won't get fined. That's that's me the whole time as a hijacker. I'm like, y'all, I do not... I'm sorry. Um, Because the problem with the hijackers... Here's what the, here's what the hijackers did wrong, by the way. If you're being forced to hijack, you get on a plane, you're like, look, I have a gun. I don't want to do this. They have my family. I swear to God, if we get there on time, we will, no one will get hurt. Can we please just like, please, can we do, like, can we work together? And I'm not saying that would work, but I'm saying I definitely wouldn't come on screaming and yelling like I am a legit terrorist. And then there's no reason for them to work with me. There's no reason for them to stay calm. There's no reason to believe we're okay. Like, there's just no reason for it. So 
Anywho, um, I, shit, I could have been like, hey, y'all, everybody's safe. I don't even have no gun, but can we just do a video real quick? I'm going to turn the selfie mode on. Can y'all all say we're all trapped here and I'm hijacking this plane so I can send it to the dudes? And we're like, there's just so many ways around it that they just refused to do because they were like, oh, they're going to kill my family as if they're just so much more powerful than the police. Um, But anyway, finishing up the scene, he gets caught by the police. And, and like you said, so Sam goes back for his phone. And I don't think he went back for the Burberry. And I'm like, leave the phone and get the bracelet. And that's the end of the show. They don't even show, the crazy part is they don't even show him getting off the plane. It ends with him just like doing that Aegis Elba smirk and trying to walk out. And that's the end of it. And that's when I was like, what? I wanted to see him like, I wanted to see like end credits of him like seeing sunlight again. Or like him like deciding to do like uh, John Hamm at the end of Mad Men and going into yoga. Like, like joining a commune. Like I just wanted to see something to end the story, but I guess they did that on purpose. You want to see him reunite with his wife while she pushes him away to go no, kiss I, the white man? I mean, I wanted to, you know, I could see him picking up Kai and actually spending time with his son and being cool with them. I could see them all doing family dinner together. I could see him changing his lifestyle. Like, I just could see, like, that's how you show he changed. He comes home and actually does something different. We don't even <laughs> see the nigga get off the plane. So in our mind, he's not changed. It was six hours. We haven't we haven't seen no chance for nobody because you know who didn't change the bad dude knowing good and damn well everything's like it's done now still tries to kill him for his brother who he didn't kill like it was like nobody changed let's be honest no one was better for this experience your brother yeah the, yeah his brother did die for kind of no reason at all and his brother but his brother killed himself or died on his own by his own hand because the brother was like oh to save the mom Oh yeah, and the mom kills herself anyway, and running into the streets. (laughs) That's what I'm saying. So it's like because of the lack of communication. Like if it's me, I'm keeping an open line of communication with my mom. Like, are you good? And my thing is this: you're telling me they couldn't go nowhere. Who, like you said, with this, like we could see the inner workings. Who is this crime network where no one's safe, even from the if the police are at your house right now? You're so scared that the police are at your house and you run from the police to because they can't protect you. Yeah, that's what I was saying. That's what they could. That's what they could do in a season two if they wanted yeah, to. Yeah, that's the only option at this point because that's the questions I'm still left with. Like, who the fuck are these people? They don't fear anything. Mm-hmm. Okay, we're in trouble then. Then they could do more than just one plane. You know what I'm saying? Like, who's to say that anyway? Um. That's obviously you see that I'm not, I just wasn't satisfied with the ending. How did you feel about the ending overall? Or you feel like you said it? No, I thought it was fine. I thought they wanted to leave it open-ended in case they wanted to bring it back. So I thought by like not showing, because, you know, that if you do do a season two, the questions are what happens with Sam with his family? Mm-hmm. You know, how does he does move Kai on take Mark, Does Kai take uh, firearms training? Because that boy <laughs> needs to be able to take <laughs> himself. Okay. Does Sam try to figure out this whole thing? Does he change it? You know, does, does he try to figure out what's going on with this whole thing? You know, those types of things. So I don't. Oh, that's true. Think, that's true. Does he go chase them down and try to like finish it? I don't actually think it's going to be a season two. I don't know. But either. I think I they think wanted to leave to. it open in case people like really wanted it, mm-hmm. really wanted it to be. And so I think, uh, I mean, I would tell people listening, if you haven't watched it, um, go watch it. I think it's worth watching. It's definitely worth watching. It's a good seven issues the issue. It's a good seven episode mm-hmm. series. It's not going to take too much of your time. You can finish mm-hmm. it pretty quickly. And I think you'll be entertained. What would you tell people? 
I mean, I'm not going to tell nobody don't do it. Like, it's not bad TV in any sense of the word whatsoever. Um, I definitely say it's worth the watch. I think it's interesting. I would love to have people watch and then email us or tweet us and or, I don't know, Instagram post us, however you want to do it. Just make sure to tag one of us individually to let us know, like, what you thought of it. Because, obviously, like, any show on Apple TV, I think it's play, but um some shows trend more than others like a ted lasso right um there's a lot of other good shows on apple tv like haven't really found a bad one just the way they trend this one kind got of kind of popular towards the end of it mm-hmm. like out of nowhere like nobody was watching it at first and then i guess people just started talking about it i mean i think it's one of those shows too where like i said in the beginning for me i kept putting it off and i watched it. i was like oh this is a good show and then i put it off again um another show i'm watching on uh apple tv that i enjoy is called physical and I, it's about a woman with binge eating disorder. So it is triggering for anyone with like, who's worried about anything like that, that content. Um, but with that said, what I liked about it was it, it, we heard her inner voice throughout things. And like her inner voice was giving so different than how she was in real life. And that was refreshing for me as a woman to like hear a woman's inner voice be like honest and self-critical the way that it is in real life like I I hadn't seen a show like that to that extent like even if we have like voiceovers and like we get to know how the character is we definitely never hear heard it this raw so I enjoy Rose Byrne is in it and then what's his name is in it Paul Sparks and he's like that's a white dude that's on my list I don't know something about how dead his eyes are I'm like I I love him um so (laughs) she had a that's a good show to watch. Um, very interesting. He's such a random white dude to be on your list. He's so random, but like he's a daddy. Cause in this show and the other show, oh, because he was on House of Cards and he was fucking clear. And like he was yes. just like always in the background, real chill. And on this show, he's like this Mormon dude who ends up being naughty and he's hot when he's doing that. So I don't want to give too much away because I definitely think it's worth watching. But yeah, so Apple TV has some stuff. Soul Horses. I don't know if I told you this, but me and my mom love that. It's like a British spy drama. Um, it's so good. And we enjoy watching it because we love anything British and anything spy, anything murder mystery. So uh, there's a, and then Mythic Quest is from my guy, one of the creators of Always Sunny in Philadelphia. So I say all that to say like great shows, definitely worth watching. We talked about Silo on here um you know no bad shows it's just for some reason i can't find my my way into like watching it all i watch foundation that's their big, biggest budget show mm-hmm. you enjoy it's it like, right? it's like game of thrones like it's really starting to turn into game of thrones because they like go to different parts like you know how game mm-hmm. of thrones you'll be like in yeah, westeros and then you'll be in the north mm-hmm. and like they have different parts and they all have their own storyline and you're waiting to see how they come together that's essentially what foundation is the different parts of the universe uh, so the last thing I'll ask you, Chanel, did you see The Undoing? Did you watch that with Hugh Grant and Nicole Kidman? I guess why, you did watch it. Why are you asking me about this show? Did you think this was better than The Undoing? Absolutely. Are you joking? I the thought Undoing The Undoing was, was so great. I loved The Undoing. Stupid. It was so stupid. <laughs> <laughs> What? You want to talk about a plot hole? This bitch is walking around New York City and every night at one in the morning, just like Carrie Bradshaw in a long coat. Like that's just new. I I spent what a are lot you, of Rudy time. Giuliani now? I've spent a lot of time on the Upper East Side. Even that is not a one a.m. jaunt around. You should not be doing that. It's ridiculous. Look, see, Secondly, Chanel, Chanel's telling you that the black people in New York are dangerous. 
and you can't go outside at night. It's only white people on every side. Those are the people I'm worried about. I'm saying mm-hmm. anyone. I'm saying mm-hmm. like, no, here's what I am saying. I'm saying the illusion of whiteness and being in a wealthy area does not mean a place is safe. And that's what I'm saying. Um, mm-hmm. yeah, secondly, I I didn't say those. You put the words in my mouth and they, they know She also went walking at 1 a.m. in the morning in Harlem. That's in the what, show. And Harlem's gentrified, so... There we go. Some parts of it. She wasn't on Malcolm X. Uh, so and Harlem she wasn't on Malcolm is, X. There's more white second. people in Harlem, but I was just in Harlem like not too long ago. It's not. It's yeah, still blackity black. She wasn't at that at that Giant Foods and McDonald's on Malcolm X. She wasn't there. She was in a different part of Harlem. Like she was in Gentry Harlem with the broke Hispanic people. Let me tell you something. Spanish Harlem. If she was in Harlem, Harlem, we would have seen Harlem in the background. They couldn't. You can't. You can't tell me she's in Harlem and I have somebody on the block at one in the morning catcalling her. You're not gonna tell me that. I've been there. I've seen it. She is. She didn't have That's to walk around. That's your pothole. You don't she like the show. She didn't have she to walk around walk. human feces. That's how I know she wasn't there in, in Harlem, Harlem. So anyway, you don't like the show because she had to no, walk around. No, and, and one then in at the, the end, at the end, he does all that, all that I didn't do it. I didn't do it. All of that to end up kidnapping his son and being a crazy. Get the fuck out of here. It was just the his snapping at the end was so stupid. It I did not enjoy it. If I rewatched he snapped it, in the beginning when he killed that woman. Right. But I think like I get why it's an undoing, but it's just so funny, like having Nicole Kidman who like She was good. Yeah, Hugh but Grant, she, okay, Hugh Grant was listen, okay. Listen, black people don't remove my card. Hugh Grant was better in that show than Idris was in this show. As an acting performance, Hugh it's Grant because, was incredible in that's that. That's not fair. That's not fair because you're giving him a thing where he's playing a good guy, and then he gets to turn and be an extremely different character the whole time. Idris only could work within the confines of his, his character. Didn't have a turn. He wasn't going to be a villain. Like, and you're going to tell me that you weren't confused about his motivation when he gave the gun back. Like, he got an emotion out of you. It's just like the undoing set up Hugh Grant's character. Like. Are you you can't tell me that you can't tell me Idris couldn't have played Hugh, Hugh Grant. Idris easily could have played Hugh Grant. No, he Idris, Idris could not have played because he would have been believable. He would not have been believable. Oh, you mean as a bad guy? He would not have been believable as that character. You're you're something's wrong with you. He would not have been believable. When he have you ever seen Idris play stuff. anything like that? Stringer Bell wasn't a bad guy. Stringer Bell was not that type of character. Let's Stringer Bell was one no. note. Stringer Bell is a great with, character. You're playing by right the now. way. Idris, my Sierra Leonean brother. One you got second, Idris bias. I you have you need to take the Harvard implicit bias test. I'm worried. I love right. Stringer Bell. Let's I'm the one right that See, You Bell. keep calling him something he was 20 years ago. Let that man grow and That's evolve. Right. Okay, let me yeah, tell you something. Let's talk through this real quick. Okay, you're telling me the nigga from. Hold on, because I just did you tell me. Okay, first of all, did you see Beast? Not a see beast. You're telling me him doll? You're telling me no I'm doll. You're telling me hold on. You tell me the harder they fall. You tell oh, me yeah. suicide. I'm, I'm sure he was doing some real complex acting in the Tyler Perry film. You the harder they fall was not that's a, that's the Tarantino film. No, I'm talking about the I know that I'm talking about the Tyler Perry movies. You telling wait, hold on. You tell okay, first of all, you telling me Luther, you telling me uh, But none of these are that character. 
You have to be able to play two but different people. That's not you why are you telling me he can't do that? There's nothing I've that I've never seen him do, do it. That. But that doesn't mean he can't do it. Like you can extrapolate from all the shit he can do to be like, yeah, that nigga can play a bad guy, that nigga can play a good father. We've seen him play a good father, we've seen him play a, a mean bad guy, have we not? But the point of that character is not that you can play a good guy or a bad guy. Is that the when you're playing you can be an a asshole good, for five episodes? No, is that, is that when you're no, is that when you're playing a good guy, you can see the bad guy. It's not so it's so that you're, you're just convincing, saying Hugh Grant is a piece of shit because no, it's not Hugh that Grant he's was that, convincing as a good guy, but while he's playing that, if you're watching that, you could see that he's a bad guy the entire time. I Even think, though he's very convincing, if he was so convincing. That when that show was going on, there were people who did not think he did it when it was so obvious that he did it the entire show. Okay, all I'm saying is that you we can't, if we're going to talk about stripes and Hollywood and racism, you can't tell me that Idris hasn't played that character simply because he can't. I'm going to tell you that Idris yes, could I can say that. because that's all I'm saying. So I'm saying Hugh Grant. Wait, what? Okay. Yes, I can say that. There's nothing because when I see someone do something, I have to see someone do something else to lead me to believe it. But so, I'm saying like there's if nothing they never, Idris like, has done that makes me believe he could play that character. But that does not mean Idris is a is a worse actor. No, here's something. Some weird. people who are good at some things, and some people are good at other things. So let me tell you something. Right, here's a better way to say it from our perspective. Lauren London cannot play the wife in the in in hijack she cannot play the wife in the undoing we agree no she's a bad actress right the range is interest is a good actress good right and so i'm just telling you like i because idris has that smile and he's a good guy or whatever like in luther he actually does have like some villainy in him that is like hard to process because he does make some bad choices and it's like very it's a little bit more complicated but with all that said i guess i'm just, like actually no that is i will say this it's different because we haven't had him like be, maybe if I go back to Takers, he was a bad well, guy. My but point like, is all good actress actors or actresses doesn't mean you can play every role. Like for example, uh like let's use a like a action movie, right? Like um like Sylvester Stallone, right? There's a lot of good actors, but like there's a specific type of acting that star like action movie people have that there's other actors who are better actors than them could not pull off those roles, right? There's a specific type of acting. Jay-Z might be a great rapper. Jay-Z could not rap like Eminem. He could not, you couldn't tell Jay-Z, just go rap Eminem style. Right, but he what I'm do saying it, is I but think he's great. Was, he's great at what he does, but it's but like did, do that. Did they, see, did they see Training Day and Denzel until he did Training Day? I think you can see that in Denzel, yes. I, but I think, I think you that you have the benefit of hindsight. Like, I don't think that you could have said, I don't, there's nothing about fucking Princess Diaries, whatever the shit Q Grant was in before, that Notting Hill and Renee Zellweger's diary that would have told you that that nigga could do this. It's like he got the chance. And all I'm saying is that I don't think Idris hasn't gotten the chance because people are like, oh, he can't do it. I think Well, that no, it's not about getting a chance. I just think he's great at, I don't think Hugh Grant could have done this character. Is what well, I'm saying. Exactly, and well, anyway, you you disagree with me, but I think that Idris could have played Hugh Grant's character. I think it would have like taken a little bit more, and maybe he wouldn't have. Uh, maybe if you put if we could put it pound for pound, maybe you would feel like he didn't do good enough. But I think that he at least is at the level where he could have done it, and it would have been a rendition and a choice, and you would never have been like, "Oh my God, Idris is a terrible actor." That never would have happened. Whereas no, Hugh Grant a here, actor. Hugh Grant like 
stumbling over his words trying like I would never believe Hugh Grant was closing any deal so that's how I feel but I again I know that you have a bias towards white people that's right there we go that's right because I support what I saw with my own eyes not uh-huh. what I imagine someone could do that's why you felt bad for that lady in the chair you was like oh this beautiful kind what is what does Uncle Rucker say about white women wait <laughs> What am I thinking of where they said like, oh, you you beautiful, lily, soft, delicate white woman. And they yes. were, what is that? Or is that from white chicks? I'm the bad person because I think it's bad to smash someone in the head with a chair who did not hit you. Agree to disagree. So. I know, see. So anyway, um, you get on my nerves. This was, we was hijacked. Can we change the episode? Let's let's make sure that this title is "We Was Hijacked" of the, like the episode itself, even though the show is "We Was Star Wars." What is it? "We Was Rebels," yes. and we're glad you guys are here with us. Get the same on Brandon and Chanel, and takes different shows until we move into Ashuka, and then later. T- Do you what want the hell was that? <laughs> how you say it? How you say it? I say like Ahsoka. Ahsoka, I say like anime. You're trying to that's get us, trying to get us canceled. No, that's in the anime me. version. It's coming out next year. So oh, is, that, you, is that what it is? <laughs> if you guys want to see us do one-off episodes of shows, we're happy to do it. Like, um, I just want to say it's my one-off. Like, Love Island UK went off. I didn't watch a single episode. What? Well, that's a lie. I watched two episodes on Hulu afterwards. I didn't watch a single live episode. I watched all my clips on Twitter. Tyrella for life. That's my couple. Toxic, whatever you want to say. That's my couple. I think Whitney and Lockin are great, but that's my couple. And they're so I watched cute. Real Housewives of, of Atlanta last week. What did you? Th- okay, so you're coming in a weird season. What do you think? I don't know why they're arguing about if Drew likes women or not. That seems like such a stupid ass argument. Drew keeps saying it what didn't happen. Yeah, Drew keeps saying it didn't happen, but why? Why does anyone care? That's what I was trying to figure out why, especially Candy, who's like super progressive with that stuff. Why does she give a shit to the point that she's like, you don't have to be in my movie because you can't admit that you kissed this girl, this woman. Yeah, I think the. I mean, I do think some of it is dumb. I think the little bit of nuances and me like watching the behind the scenes stuff is that um, we shouldn't even have really known about that conversation. But they brought in like the off camera footage, like the mm-hmm. non filming footage. Um, it was supposed to like stay between them. I don't know how we got out, but whatever. Maybe through Marlo, maybe through them lying and saying it shouldn't have been there. Um, also, but I did not know Cynthia was back in Atlanta. She's not back. She's only a friend of right now, but yeah. No, I'm talking about she moved oh, back in general, to Atlanta. Yeah. yeah. I think she's maybe going back and forth, but um, it's interesting because she did Candy's YouTube show and she talked about how rough it is. Like she's had two divorces now and now she's just kind of taking her time and dating. And I'm like, damn, even supermodels are going through it. So Ooh, it's rough out here, but um, so she, so basically, Drew and Ralph are in this marriage where now they're getting divorced. But all of this was leading up to it. We've seen Drew, or we've seen Ralph lie about going to Tampa, like all this bullshit since they've gotten on. So I think Drew was like, I can't have anything in my marriage that like makes Ralph upset. And so I think that kissing her let would have led to what what else do you do and there was all this idea of people having sex with the stripper and all that so i feel like she just had a straight either she had a straight lie or she like in her mind it didn't happen and i i kind of believe in her mind it didn't happen whether it happened or not like i believe she believes it didn't happen and i think that realistically if you if you saw me go back there and you know do the do the macarena and i was like you never see me doing macarena in your life you're what are you talking about you're a liar 
that would drive you crazy to understand when you'd be like, I can't fuck with you. Like, I know what I saw and you're telling me. And then now you're saying Brandon is a liar and a care. Like, why would you do that? Like, just admit it or don't. Well, she said so, that she texts old girl and she was like, yeah, I was lying. We didn't kiss. So now there's footage of the girl saying we did kiss. And no, we have the girl has con- gone on camera to say both. <laughs> yeah, way. both. So that's a problem. Yeah. So, I mean, it is a dumb fight, but it's like the reason why any reality show gets fucked up is because people aren't really friends and then they're moving like cast together that don't really have that real chemistry. But the reality is like we're 20 years into this situation. Like a lot of friends aren't on these shows and a lot of people don't want their real lives exposed. And a lot of people like they need Nene back. Um, I don't think that I don't think that would I don't I think I love me some Nene. Nene came back in a couple years ago and her she's like I think she's give no one's given more to reality TV than her. Even think about the Queen mm-hmm. New York and on my other podcast at anchor.fm slash Chanel creating. Um, I recap Flavor of Love. Like even beyond New York, Nene has given us so much more than that. But like because of Nene trying to spread her wings and being blacklisted or blackballed and treated racistly and treated all this, I think when Nene comes back, she's not coming back with like love and light. And it's tough to watch. Mm-hmm. And also like She's and she's not coming back like, hey, y'all, I want to talk about what I'm going through in Hollywood. I want like she's not coming back with that humility either. It's just like, oh, and then I think there's a lot of stuff happening outside off camera that's impacting what we see that we don't understand. So with all that said, I think they really I think they do. I don't know if they should trash everything. Well, Greg but, passed away. She's still. Yeah, she's thing. going through that. I think if nothing else, um, we just need to maybe see like why Vanderpump Rules was so good for so long was because this was these were real life friends and real life people who was fucking each other and they was doing and <laughs> you know we was getting that. So I think that there's has to be friend groups there. Like they just they premiere the new Martha's Vineyard, which is a spinoff of Summer House. It's the black one. Like there's clearly the people out there. So I think and then um the new Bravo, the new Real Housewives of New York has been going great. So I think it's like. Atlanta might need a shakeup, but Atlanta also might need a pause. Like, I don't know that we have to have these things. I know people want their check. But ain't that the most popular one? It was. Now Beverly Hills is. But Beverly Hills got uh, like that because of, yeah, they got saw, Garcelle on there. Yeah, but no, you saw about Erica Jane. You know Erica Girardi? Mm-mm. Oh, my God. You didn't hear about Tom Girardi. So he was the nigga, like the real life lawyer from the real life. Oh, the one that went to jail. No, he's yeah. not in jail. No, no, no. No, the woman he, that went to jail, right? She was on Beverly Hills, right? Didn't one of them go to get... No, that was New Jersey. That was New Jersey. And Beverly Hills, listen, the real-life lawyer from the real-life Aaron Brockovich case, like the nigga who won all that money in that settlement, like this good guy lawyer, had been embezzling funds for 20 years. And he was a part of the California bar. No one would investigate him. He was getting away with it for millions of dollars, like beyond millions. She came on the show with like these like priceless works of art. He was funding her music (laughs) career. Like We saw him spending that money on the show. So when that shit came out, she was on the show filming when they found out he was a fraud and had been lying for 20 years and he's in his eighties. She's in her like forties, fifties. So (laughs) we like literally, so that's why that show blew up because people are like, what the fuck? And then the craziest part about that, if you ever want to go back and recap something, it would be that season of Beverly Hills. Cause she was so fucking annoyed that people were calling her out. She was saying shit like who cares about the orphans and the widows? I'm upset. (laughs) Literally that's a quote. That's excellent. So yeah, that's why that's why I blew it. I don't think Beverly Hills would be this way if it wasn't for that kind of shit. Because they were doing dumb shit like Denise Richards. Actually, Denise Richards was on there, and there's this woman who had been a housewife back and forth for a while. She used to be married to the guy who fucking Leanne Locken or no, what's the um Leanne Rhymes? Whoever Leanne Rhymes' husband is left this woman for her. And she 
apparently she said she had sex with Denise Richards, Charlie Sheen's ex-wife who was on the show. Mm-hmm. But Denise Richards is married now and was like, I did not do that because she was saying it happened during the marriage. And the whole fight was about Denise Richards not being willing to film with her anymore. These people are so it. messy. Yeah. Oh, so I'm, messy. I'm, a, I'm a halfway to a historian. I'm not even a, a Bravo podcaster, but yes. So um, there's lots of stuff we can talk about. Um, we have a lot of potential, a lot of road. We really want to support the writer's strike. So whatever we can do to keep people watching and showing that this content matters, but also fuck the companies. Um, I do want to ask you, though, did we get any emails? Do you have a chance to check? No, we didn't get any emails. The guy did. Uh, <laughs> I don't the know if you saw way? this. What? No, I don't know if you saw this, but the guy who said that you were terrible and horrible and gave us one stars, mm-hmm. he went back and he changed his review to five stars. Oh, you listened. He went back and changed. You listened. I told you I would get your feedback. You just had to give me the five stars, and then now it makes sense. Feedback is all true. Thank you. Thank you, friend. That's right. It was my ex. That's crazy. Um, Okay, guys. Well, we talked about everything and then some. The show will be a little bit like this while we're in between seasons. I do miss gemstones. Do you? No, not really. Oh, you know what? We have a we have a voicemail. Let's do I didn't it. realize this. I hope. Let's see if I can find it. Uh, how the hell do you get the voicemails in the new version of this? Hold on. Give me a second. Uh, what episode was this voicemail on? Uh, So we got a we got a voicemail from Marion S. This is the first time that we've heard from Marion. So let's see what Marion has to say. Hi. I love your podcast. I love the righteous gemstones. I'm an older white lady. <laughs> and you guys, Brandon and Chanel, you me laughing my ass off. This show is so outrageous and Judy is my MVP, followed by baby Billy like you. I mean, I just love your parsing and your explaining and your rerunning the actual dialogue. I am enjoying it so much and I'm I'm hoping you're you're gonna do. Uh, there's so many I like. I love I love physical on Apple TV, and I. No way. Oh, she got cut off. She got cut off. You're lying. That was the end, Marion. Oh my yeah. god, Marion. We just lost it over here. I thought Brandon paused it for dramatic effect. No, she didn't. Just name the show that I talked about earlier. Loving, Marion. Yeah, she did. Okay, well, Grandma, uh, Gra- Marion's now the official grandma of this podcast. Marion, thank you so much. We needed you in our lives. I love your your voice is so comforting. Um, the fact that we make you laugh that's a we might we might be healing generational we might be healing generational race relations with this podcast. Do you think, <laughs> Marion? I hope you don't have no family that was involved in a brawl. Okay, I don't want them beating up your people, but hopefully you uh. Hopefully that's why I had to put the asterisk out because I knew it was some it was some good old good hearted white folks listening to our show and I didn't want to hurt their feelings. Marion, please send us part two. That, that was an excellent email. I mean, voicemail. 
and we really appreciate you listening. Um, and maybe we will get the physical. I'll check it out. If Chanel likes it, I'll check it. I'll check out anything Chanel likes except Hoochie Daddies, which she I don't still know has not I like it. Yeah, asterisk, asterisk. I haven't had the time, but um, definitely go watch physical. If you like the first episode, you like the show. Okay, so yeah, yeah. I'll check Mary, out physical. Mary, but we we'll love be you. back uh, next week, Chanel. I have someone, uh, my old partner Mike from the Why So Series podcast, who's like the biggest Ahsoka fan in the world of all time like that's his favorite character in any fictional medium and he wants to come on to give our fans a preview of what the show is and probably help us out because neither one of us i probably know a little bit more than you did you watch rebels the cartoon i know zero i'll no i'm sorry i'm sorry i know star wars canon i know first seven dvds and we're and from there i'm i'm focusing on the rest of it so you didn't watch any of the cartoons. So yeah, Ahsoka was the character in the cartoons. Uh, she was like Anakin's Padawan, like her her his apprentice uh, before he turned bad. Mm. And so, and then and then there's a whole bunch of other stuff that happened. But she's but like, not going to be in any of the movies, right? It's just like a spinoff, kind of like she, adding to the. Nerd. She may. We don't know if she's still alive in the present time. No, I'm saying so, like in episode. If I went back to episode two or three, she wouldn't have been. No, she wasn't yeah. in the movies. She was in the Clone Wars, the TV show. The cartoon, not Clone Wars. The right, movie. so I'm saying like in the movie they didn't really cat like the the show basically was mm-hmm. like oh at, think of this add it to the canon but like none of it yes. was con- okay. Yes, but then she became like super popular, which is why she's getting a TV show now because she's yeah. like a super badass. I'm sure. I've, I mean, I've seen her. I've seen the cartoon. I just have like I've seen Rebels through clicking through TV. I've never sat down and finished episode, so I'm down for it. I just um. Yeah, I'm down. I mean, fuck Disney, but let's support let's support the artists and the writers. So maybe we'll get Mike on to, to give us all the previews so we don't sound like idiots when we're talking about Ahsoka. Although I wouldn't give a fuck anyway. I you um, could see how I care. But I am looking forward to the show probably more than anything this summer because I like all the Star Wars TV shows. They've all been really good. So I'm and this one is probably gonna be the best. So yeah. we'll have Can that you- coming up. Can you email Marion and ask her if we can use her voice clip as promo for the podcast? Because that's it. That was a commercial if I ever heard one. I don't have Marion's email. Marion, send us an email if you're listening at wewasdragonspod at gmail.com. Chanel wants to talk to you. I just want to be like Marion approved. You have to listen. But you got anything we, else? No, that's it. Um, thank you guys so much. Until next time. Do not be hijacked. Stay away from it. We don't want to be hijacked no more. <laughs> we was hijacked in the past. It's done now. Love you guys. See you next week.